what we do here is go back, 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 back. You get frustrated when he misses tackles, right? But he was targeted nine times uh, in the passing game. He gave up nine receptions for 127 yards and two touchdowns. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Micah McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald. And not to brag, but we called it. So for all of you guys out there saying you saw this coming from a mile away, we saw it coming from two weeks away that this is the ultimate trap game. Not trap game. This is the ultimate get right game. The ultimate Chiefs need need that slump buster. So um, before we get into that, Andrew, how are you doing? Andrew is not doing well um, currently just like mostly probably everyone that likes the Raiders. But um, yeah, we talked about it, man. We talked about it at length. I, I feel like I talked about it so much and was hoping for um, kind of re- a reverse curse that I was like putting too much emphasis on it, that it just wouldn't happen. But, um, you know, really didn't like being right about it. I'm sure you didn't either, but. Reverse psychology sometimes. Yeah, you a little reverse psychology. Some, you know, you have to pull out every chick in the book as a Raider fan, especially. So very frustrating game. Chiefs come into town, Sunday night football. Carrie Underwood comes on. Um, you can just tell by her her pitch, by her octave, octave, Octavius, you know. Murray. Octavius Murray. Um, that it just wasn't going to be a good day for us. So, yeah, we'll get into it more. But 41-14, um, they boat raced us. Wasn't very fun. Wasn't very pleasant. But yeah, we're going to do, um, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit. Mike is going to start with just um, the defense and kind of his takeaways there on that side of the ball as they face the Chiefs offense. And then I'll take the uh, Raiders offense against Chiefs defense. We'll get a little AFC recap, um, kind of where we're up to date on standings and get you guys out of here. So Micah, give us your thoughts on the Raiders defense performance against the Chiefs offense. Yeah, well, um, I will say that it it seemed as if it was a little bit of a tale of two halves. We weren't really stopping them a whole lot. We were stopping a lot better in the first half than we did the second. I think halftime we went into it uh, 17-7, um, so that's not like necessarily stopping them. But first drive of the game, we stopped them three and out. Said, all right, here we go. We're looking good. First drive of the game, looking good, which I should have known after that because we always look bad on the first drive of the game, whether it's offense or defense. And then, you know, we've obviously won more games than we lost up to this point. So that should have been an indication that it was going to be a bad night. Um, but they stopped them. You'll obviously touch on it too, but we stalled out as well on our first drive. But, you know, they basically go down two touchdowns, get a field goal as well in the first half. But I don't know. I just thought that Gus Bradley's defense played the way Gus Bradley's defense plays, giving them everything underneath, trying not to get beat deep. Mahomes was just able to take advantage of it. He was willing to take advantage of underneath stuff. Uh, I think the the biggest difference maker was the fact that he was able to anticipate it and kind of hit them right as they were hitting that open window. So they had plenty of yak room to get. So um, I think that he was willing to take the underneath stuff and also taking advantage of it in you know the right time frames. We just weren't getting any pressure on him either. Max Crosby, I think he got held 60 times during this game and never got one call. Ironically enough, I found out as the game was going on that he has not had one holding call against him all season. 
Um, and for as much as he's dominated, as much as we watch the games, we'd be like, well, he just got held on that. Never got it called once. So it's a little frustrating. There's a couple times I went forward on fourth down, fourth and short, got it. There's one time Crosby, when they were down on the goal line, Crosby literally got tackled um, as he busted through the line and nothing got called. So there was a lot of frustration on that end. But at the end of the day, that's not the reason we lost. You know, it's not the reason they almost put up a 50 burger on us. I just feel like the defense was playing the way they played and trying not to, you know, give up anything deep. They basically were running the ball, running the ball, taking the underneath, and then they took advantage over the top when when it opened up. Jonathan Abram is the most frustrating person ever because not only did he – you get frustrated when he misses tackles, right? But he was targeted nine times uh, in the passing game. He gave up nine receptions for 127 yards and two touchdowns. Um, so he single-handedly just let them ball out big time. And, you know, a lot of times he was kind of put on tight ends and stuff like that. You know, it just it was one of those things where he just had the worst game ever. Um, and it's it's getting to a point where, I mean, he's just he's just a liability back there, unfortunately, and is becoming more and more of a liability back there. You know, we talked to our guy Mello. We were talking about how the league is starting to take advantage of, you know, the dropped interceptions. We had three dropped interceptions. Casey Hayward read one, cut over the middle. Um, if he catches that, we get the ball. They went down and scored on that one. They threw a bomb. Uh, Morig had it, which would have been a touchback. They ended up going down and scoring on that drive as well. So those are two that were just like a 14-point swing right there just because we couldn't hang on to the ball. So, you know, we had the opportunities to get those turnovers, and they just couldn't hold on to the ball. The Chiefs kind of just stuck to their game of running it, running it, like I said, taking underneath stuff, and then they just played us over the top with Hill and, uh, you know, took advantage of those deep balls when they when they had the chance to take advantage of it. So all in all, it was a frustrating game. They did decent in the first half, and then, you know, the defense can only do so much when they're out on the field very quickly because the offense just isn't doing anything and getting anything going. So we had opportunities. We had, you know, spots where we could have, you know, ended drives or stopped drives with turnovers, uh, with different things. Um, you know, they played well getting to third down, and then they would just go for it on fourth down. <laughs> and Or, you know, we'd give up, you know, some stupid play um, on third and third and long, and they'd get the first down. So it was just a a culmination of a lot of little things it seemed like that just ended up being the the dagger in the throat for us so i don't know what else to say it's hard to say i mean i, I i'm not gonna sit here and say we beat ourselves it's hard to you know what i mean it's hard to you know not give credit where credit was due and mahomes had a had a breakthrough game and went 35 for 50 405 yards and five touchdowns i believe mm-hmm he joined a, a, a list of only 10 people to throw five touchdowns in one game. Um, and so good on top of, uh, yeah, on top of the Raiders having a, a Nick full seven touchdown game under their belt <laughs> that we went to, um, uh, they, they got Mahomes on that short list as well. So as much as Mahomes beat us, we also helped him out a lot in not getting this turnovers that we, that we should have gotten. And, you know, those were big time difference maker in the game. Now we get those turnovers. That's not to say we go down and score, but like I said, it's a 14 point swing. It's a big momentum thing. You know, the defense feels good that they went out there. They picked off Mahomes. They stopped a drive, especially with the momentum that the chiefs offense was having and the lack of momentum of our offense was producing. So all in all, I don't know, rough game defense, they did their part in some spots. They were also victim of Mahomes being Mahomes again. And uh, he didn't – there was a few times he he tried to, you know, take advantage of some big plays. But I think all in all, he just was fine 
taking the underneath stuff and find, you know, taking what we were giving him and all that stuff just combined to blow us out. So I don't know. It's kind of where I'm at um, on all of that. I think we kind of held ourselves back on top of getting beat. So, yeah, I think you hit on all the major points um, that I was thinking of. One of the biggest things, especially in the first half, I thought we were lucky to hold them to 17 points. Um, I think there was that missed field goal at the end. But, I mean, you, you look at the drives. I mean, obviously the first three and out <clears throat> that you started with, but um, then it was 11 plays, you know, basically six-minute drive, then nine plays, five-minute drive for a field goal, then 10 plays, four-minute drive. So pretty long drives from um, duration standpoint of time and also just obviously amount of plays that the defense is on the field. So I thought they played pretty well in the first half to only give up 17, like you said, but I, they were just worn, and it was just that – beautiful combination of them getting worn out and us not giving them a break so this episode is brought to you by DraftKings football fans who's ready to score some free bets now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL new customers who bet just one dollar on either team to score can win one hundred dollars in free bets when a team scores you score If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the offensive side, you know, we, we, we did, you know, answer, answer back after their first touchdown to make it 7-7. And then I believe, yeah, so we made it 7-7. They go down, kick a field goal after that, make it 10-7, score the touchdown. Um, and then going into the third quarter, we were able to score that touchdown 17-14. And you're like, all right, we got a ball game here. But even, you know, when it was clear that we were, we were pretty outplayed. But, you know, obviously, as the score indicates, that was our last, our last score. But yeah, it, it was tough, man. I think you for, you know, again, you saw just the deficiencies of our offensive line, um, whether it was not being able to establish a run or just a uh, car getting hit pretty quick. He had to get the ball out. Didn't have a, a lot of time. I mean, even the deep shots that he took, um, he was under pressure. So, you know, it, it was kind of funny. It was like a role reversal game where the Chiefs kind of did those long ground and pound type drives, you know, whether it was short passes through the air, or effectively running the ball. And then the Raiders come out and they they have to score quick and kind of get get rushed and they pressed a little bit and you could tell by that. So and I talked about this. I think it was when I did my solo pod um, when you were on your honeymoon. But just looking at a stat line, if you just read the stat line and based it on the performance, like Carr was twenty five of thirty five for two sixty one, two touchdowns and a pick, and that those are solid numbers. If you just looked at the numbers, like okay, you know, but it didn't seem like that. It didn't feel like that. And I think you could tell his he wasn't playing up to par. Um, even though the box score, you're like, oh, that's not bad, you know. But then you get down to our running game. Carr was our leading rusher with 18 yards. Jacobs was seven for 16. Drake, four for 16. One of those of Drake's was a 12-yard gain. The other three carries were basically um, four yards in total. So um, we couldn't establish the run at all. Couldn't um, 
really get into that rhythm that, that we like to do where even though our offense has transformed, you know, over the last year and a half, let's just call it to where we like to throw the ball a little bit more and establish a run and be effective there and kind of gash them when we can. Um, we just weren't able to do it. And they were also able to get us, um, get pressure when we threw the ball with four, which was our issue in against the giants. So we have holes, we have clear weaknesses on the offensive line. They really did a good job, you know, stopping Waller. I know there was probably one or two plays where Carr missed him. You saw that. I know he he missed a throw on one and the other one. Um, he just didn't throw it to him, but he missed him that he had a good shot on if he worked his eyes back to that side of the field. So we're just out of sync right now. Off the field stuff, I'm not taking anything away from it, but it's just there comes a time where we just that has to just get put behind us. And I don't really care for getting the benefit of the doubt anymore. It's really not, you know, that's not the point. It's not the focus. I know, I know they don't, but we're just not executing our defense. Our defense can't just be put on the field for that long and expect them to to hold tight against a team that we don't truly match up that well against because of how explosive they are. And also the Gus Bradley scheme with it is that soft cover three zone. Um, like you talked about, they just, they took what they could get. They got, they got Kelsey going early. Um, they got Hill going early across the middle with those drag routes. Kelsey would just sit down in that zone coverage. So, and then our offense was kind of just sputtered. I mean, Carr had a couple, one of them, the second one didn't get picked, but a couple where he just threw it up for grabs, which was, um, kind of comical. Um, just, you know, and I, I understand the idea is to just get the ball out and then maybe you get a roughing the passer and then you're giving your guy a chance, not just taking a sack, but it just looked silly. Didn't look as silly as Deshaun Jackson by any means. Um, it's, it was like, yes, this is the play. Big play catches the ball. Honey Badger almost picked it. Jackson held on to it, caught it and then just stopped. And then as he tried to stop and cut back, someone just punched it out, but he clearly could have just caught it and kept going. I'm not going to act like I've been in that situation, um, but it was just hilarious. And it was just insult to injury at that point. Um, and the game got away from us. And that was, that almost seemed like the turning point in like our, or like the team's like energy mm -hmm. and hope, you know what I mean? Like that just took all the wind out of the sails when that happened. Mm -hmm. Cause it was like, finally something going, finally Deshaun Jackson, you know, showing up in the game. Um, this big play that was going to put us inside the 20 or what, you know, wherever it was mm -hmm. at. And it just took all the the wind out of the sails, it seemed like. And it, it kind of seemed like that was the point that just put the nail in the coffin for like the deflation of, you know, their energy and, and kind of the hope, really. Yeah, it did. I mean, to your point, it was 24 14 um, when that happened. So um, Deshaun Jackson fumbles. Then the Chiefs go down and we hold them to a field goal, 27 14. You know, it's the third quarter at this point, um, and there's still some, you know, two score game. We can rally, and that's when Carr throws a pick, throws it up for grabs, and then so those those two plays really just it was like okay, well, it's over now. So um, defense got to get back on the field. So I don't know. They got they got to get these get this stuff figured out. They're getting exploited um, on the O line specifically. I'll say that a hundred more times, but I think it's clear that we don't have you know that true X factor at a wide receiver. Sorry, I'm not even going to say that it, it was rugs by any means. I think he had he was a good threat, but it's not as impactful as as I think some people are making it. But Edwards um, clearly has had a hard time in in man coverage. Um, the one that he ended up scoring a touchdown for, I think he was three for what three catches, 88 yards. Obviously, the big one for 37, but that's all in zone. Um, so he's able to get through the zone, and Carr's able to find him, which was a really dang good throw. Um, but he's having a hard time beating press coverage. So. Outside of that, you you can bracket Waller. Renfro's going to do his thing in, in, in the middle, but obviously we hit Deshaun for that one, which resulted in the fumble. But we, we, we have to find an identity somehow to be able to 
you know, we just spread the ball around, but no one truly can dominate in that go-to moment. Um, and I think that's shown because that is Waller, but when it is that go-to moment, teams know that we're going that way. So I don't know. It's frustrating. I think it starts up front. It starts in the trenches um, because we have to be able to run the ball somehow. We have to be able to get teams really to think as if that we're not going to just kind of give up on that side because I understand not just running it to run it, you know. But the one thing Gruden did, I think at the time um, during the game or whatever, you know, you might look at it or fans might look at it like, why are we running the ball right now? We got to score. We're down 10, you know, something like that. He would still do it to keep the defense honest. But obviously, if you can't do that effectively, good luck. And and really, we had 11 rushing attempts. Carr had, we had 14 total. Carr had three of them, but those were, you know, those are scrambles. One was a QB sneak. So it's like, we're not, we're really giving up on it. I get, I get the game got away from us, but it didn't get away from us until the end of the third. Okay. So we had an opportunity to, to establish it, but you can play Monday morning quarterback all you want. It's not going to solve anything, but we got, we got a lot of work to do on that side because our defense though it is, has been good. Our pressures, you know, Crosby had 13 pressures. He had no sacks. He got held a lot. We didn't get home if anything at all, like Mahomes, it was clear. He, he would just take that. He's, he's like, okay, first read, boom, it's there. No, first read's not there. Second read, boom, he had that much time. So yeah, it was, it was just the defense did their best. Like you, like you mentioned, missed on a couple opportunities to capitalize on those interceptions that could have just flipped the game around a little bit, got the momentum back, but yeah, overall frustrating performance. And now they're, you know, five and four, they're in third place. I'm um, in the AFC West due to tiebreakers with the chargers um, and the chiefs and, got got work to do man yeah man it was so frustrating because they talked about it a bunch during the broadcast or whatnot but you know the defensive coordinator for the chiefs you know the one thing he was kind of worried about was jacobs and we've seen like those games where we've when we beat the chiefs last year and almost beat him again the second time um jacobs was able to get going you know and then and was able to at least have you know some consistent runs and whatnot and i think a big thing like you've mentioned is just kind of seeing where our line offensive line has what it's turned into since last year you know with so many people leaving trying to makeshift it really but yeah it's just frustrating man i think that i think that with with edwards i think it takes him a minute to like get like his is off the off the snap quickness and stuff like that when when he's being jammed if he's not able to get going quickly and get up to that top speed quickly, um, it takes him so long to kind of get his routes developed and whatnot. And, you know, Carr doesn't even really necessarily look at him too much unless he's doing, you know, a go route down the sideline or something like that and is able to kind of get his hands going. But, you know, he's young, obviously. It's going to take getting time. He's going to get a lot more playing time, you know, now that he's kind of being thrust into, you know, needing to take on a bigger role and whatnot. Not that he's like filling the role for rugs, but, uh, you know, he was essentially kind of fourth fiddle uh, behind Ruggs, Waller, and Renfro. Um, now he's he's thrust into needing to do more, and I think he's just going to be trial by fire for him, unfortunately. So, like we talked about, we needed Waller to – go ahead, sorry. Oh, yeah, I was just going to add, like, I kind of just thought of this, but, you know, in that Giants game, we kind of did everything we could to lose the game. You know, granted, we did lose the game, but – 23-16 going into score uh, at the end of the fourth quarter and car fumbles. But, you know, in this game, I was just looking at it. I mean, we had, which is not uncharacteristic for the Raiders, but really for our team that has been more disciplined recently, nine nine penalties for 68 yards. Obviously, nine's a high number, but the timely ones, the Crosby, when he just threw, threw them at the end, he was frustrated. Um, and obviously, the turnovers with Carr, like we talked about. One score game with Deshaun, 10-point game when Carr throws the pick, like, you can't, and it, you just can't do that to these types of teams. And, and it was 41, 14, you know? And so 
we did, we kind of operated the same way with the giants where we turned the ball over pick six, bad penalties that extended drives, whatever. But that obviously New York giants team is, is not a good team. Um, and we're still able to do it. We're just not a good enough team to have that many issues, you know, from a discipline standpoint and not be able to really, you know, execute on, on both sides, really the offensive side. But I know that's not groundbreaking news or anything like that, but I'm just saying like those two games, we played very similarly in those two games. And one of them was a seven point loss at the very end when we had a chance and the other we lost by 27 at home, you know? So, yeah. And, uh, like you're saying, timely penalties, uh, Leatherwood's, uh, false start on fourth and one. If you, if you watch that play as it started to, you know, unfold to the outside, they were going to get that first down. And then that puts us at fourth and six and we punt. So, at that point, I think it was 10 to 7. Um, if we get that first down, we go down and 14 10. If we score a touchdown, it's at least tied 10 10 at that point if we get a field goal from it, you know. So that type of stuff too was happening early on. You know, it was it was in the beginning and just continued out through the rest of the game. So those are tough, like you said. It's just, you know, the it's almost it's one of those things too that like you could be you could have played really well on not getting a whole lot of penalties, but if these timely ones, you know, just cut out a drive or they're, you know, like you said, with Max uh, on that one, you know, they get an automatic first down. It's like, fuck, man, you're just, you're beating yourselves. You're shooting yourself in the foot. And it's just, it's frustrating because you, you can play the what if game. You know what I mean? So many times in those situations. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It, it is what it is. That's, that's, that's how it goes. And, you know, as we talked about, you look at the AFC West now and um, you have the chiefs at the top six and four when a couple weeks ago, it's, you know, it's as much as they say, it's a, a week by week league. It's, it's a week by week reactionary league with fan bases and analysts and everything. And everyone counting the chiefs out. Now they're six and four at the top of the AFC West. You have the chargers who, who lost, which was a good thing for us. Broncos lost as well. Um, so, but chargers are five and four. They have the tiebreaker over us. Um, we're five and four sitting in third place and the um, Broncos are five and five. So, you know, coming up, we, you know, it doesn't really get that much easier. Um, we have the Bengals coming into town. Um, they're coming off a, a two game skid. Um, they're also coming off a bye, but they're coming into, um, they're coming into Allegiant um, on Sunday who we have. So we'll preview that for you guys a little bit later. And then we turn around for a short trip and we head out to Dallas for a Thanksgiving game, which could ruin a family Thanksgiving. Who knows? Um, hopefully it doesn't, but just you know it, it just gets tougher from here and and to to sit here and say that we were five and two at one point and we could potentially be heading into i guess it would be week 13 at five and six with that buy included would be tough so we uh yeah we got to find a way to battle back obviously down but not i mean the the i guess if you want to look at some optimism is being five and four at this point and still being a half game out of first place um like we talked about a lot um you know we're used to the chiefs being eight and two nine and one at this point um in the season so we got a shot but we're not trending in the right direction happened earlier this year than usual but here we are yeah and and one thing we didn't we didn't touch on yet um alec engold out for the season mm-hmm. uh towards acl yeah and that that was a big kind of killer on offense because what you saw is you saw foster moreau back there at fullback blocking and then I, whoever uh, I just I always want to say Derek Carrier because he's just always been our our third tight end. I'm not quite sure who it is to be honest with you, but he was in where Moreau normally plays. So you look at it and you've got two blocking spots on our running plays that are essentially people out of their own position. And there was one time where where Drake just got blown up in the backfield because whoever that guy was just got blown off the line uh, instantly. 
And uh, I think it was Ingram, Melvin Ingram came in and, and blew him up. So, you know, stuff like that too, you know, the injury bug kind of biting us. He's a, he's a huge lightning rod for that offense, for that special teams, just for the team in general. Now he's out for the season. So that's very unfortunate. Uh, I do want to give a shout out uh, to Tate Ditto uh, at Tate Ditto on Twitter. Um, I put out a tweet saying, you know, give us your score prediction and whoever gets the closest uh, we'll give a shout out on the podcast. So he predicted the Raiders would win 28 to 17. Um, he was the closest because he was the only one that commented. <laughs> so shout out Tate Ditto. We went into halftime. They had 17 points. So the Raiders essentially would have needed to pitch a shutout in the second half. But, you know, shout out to Tate. Congrats. Congrats on winning by default. Heck yeah. Shout out Tate. My old roommate. <laughs> My old partner. I miss him. Well, yeah, we like Andy said, we got we got a... Uh, preview pod for you guys coming at the end of the week um definitely ready to just be done with this with this chief's blowout and put it behind us uh and try not to dwell on it anymore yeah shout out to us for going 25 plus minutes on this i didn't want yeah to. <laughs> yeah exactly so as always we appreciate the love please share subscribe rate review give us those five stars on uh, apple podcast go Follow us on Instagram at Raider Take Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube right now, um, all the handles are on the bottom. Uh, go download DraftKings Sportsbook. Code TPPN when you sign up for the first time. They're giving you lots of great deals. If you can't get Sportsbook, sign up for DraftKings in general because they got millions of dollars they're giving away. Um, you get tons of deals each week in regards to using that code, and it uh, you know it tells them that we sent you. So we appreciate it, and uh, we're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. Raider Nation, love you guys. Um, We'll get this thing back on track. Um, Hopefully have a more positive recap episode for you next week. But until next time, peace out.